speak a little about the Sugya of Sechar Shabbos. But before I speak about the Sugya of Sechar Shabbos, I was in a, I was in a, there was this big entrepreneurial conference in Staten Island, like over a thousand people. And I was supposed to speak, but it was like a really tight window. And the window tightened. And Lemaisa, it was like 15, like, not like 17 and a half minutes. And I said, I can't give a share in 17 and a half minutes. I'm going to miss three quarters of the sugar. So I just spoke in general about business and halacha. And I got like more feedback from that than any speech. So from now on, I started like giving a little introduction. So I, I want to just say the following. And I'm going to miss a share. What's my time? Yeah, okay. You're going to, you might pay for that. As long as someone's here. <laughs> um, Like this. Seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like this, you know. My my father had, had when I was growing up. My father had a roofing company. It's called Kushner Roofing, and it was closed on Shabbos. And when, what that means is it was really closed because nobody worked. Because my father didn't work, and my mother didn't work, and the workers didn't work. So there was no working, so it was closed. But today, a person couldn't think in his mind his business closed because the core business is closed but many many times it's not really closed and the reason why it's like that is because of just the way business is done with outsourcing where there was no chief marketing there was no marketing company in, in my parents and accounting and billing and there wasn't someone doing data entry in India on my parents website because there was no website right so it was really closed but today people and their mind think their business is closed, but and it could be closed. But if you have workers, pilot working for you, then then you have a question. And I'm not. It's not specifically about this sugya, but it's really nikkeh to 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 any sugya. What what the the point I'm making is is that if a person, this is a general a general thing that I've come to to learn. If a person has a marshal a kitchen, a, a Jewish mother, she's running a kitchen. A person has a commercial kitchen, and they never have a shaila. Imagine they never have a shaila. They can go years and years and never have a shaila. So, it's it really comes down to two things. There's only two options of what's going on. Either they're like a mumcha in the idea, and they never have a shaila because they know what to do, or they don't know what a shaila looks like because in the in the in the day to day of running a kitchen, there will be shailas. It's the mitzvah. There has to be shailas. If they never ask a shaila. It usually means the kitchen is not so kosher, or it's extremely kosher, and they know you're a day in the That's the way it is. Today's day, in today's day, and this is the Matthias, because people call me with childs, and once, once you start opening that business, what they called wasn't even like, <laughs> I'm like, when we come to that, we'll be in good shape. But when, in today's day and age with businesses, a lot of times, different industries are more complicated than different than other industries, but if you don't ask any Shaila, a lot of times you just don't know what a Shaila looks like. That's really what it is. You don't know what a Shaila looks like. And people, this is part of the problem. And problem this is part of the Metzius. Nothing's a problem, but this is part of the Metzius. You know, in general, people, we, live in a, we don't live in a cave. We live in a society. And we're saying on each other. So, like, there's an Arab in Cincinnati. Okay. If someone would walk out of the Arab and walk back into the it just happened just the other day in my neighborhood. I saw someone walking. Someone came from out of the air with a stroller. So some people wouldn't say something. But some people would say something. 
almost always. Some people say something. Some people are different types of personalities. I say something. So right away, they get, I say, by the way, you just left the, sh- the, the air. You have to be careful. You know, and that's it. It is what it is, right? That's in daily life. See someone is doing something and they don't mean to do anything wrong. Someone will say something. And subconsciously, we go through life, we assume we're okay because no, someone would say something if we're doing blatantly wrong. And that is like until business. When it comes to business, there's a, a certain permissive attitude. Not, not, not in a bad way, it's just people feel it's not proper. You mind, everyone minds their own business. You mind your own business. You have no business telling someone about his business. That's the way it is. And it, it comes off as rude, intrusive. You don't tell someone about his business, anything. You don't ask invasive questions. Now, I got to do, because I, 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 don't, I don't mind, but most people don't. But, so, if because of that, a guy could go through life with a business, basic, basic problems. And I know no one's perfect, and people are working on Lashon Hara, and people are working on Shmir Seinayin, Shmir Sepeh, Shmir Seloshin. Everyone's working on things. But there's not too many areas where it's just sheer ignorance. You're being over on halachas mufarashas. You don't know. Your mamash don't know. I, I don't. I spoke last year. I don't remember. If I spoke. I said this about this old Hungarian guy that called me with the wine. I don't know. So I'm going to say it. There was. This is years ago, but it totally shocked me. It's after I put out my sefer, and <clears throat> I put out my sefer because I went to Suga. I, I wasn't really involved in what was going on in the United States of America. But there was. I got the loose with phone calls. People that didn't know. Pasha did not know. Anyway, so this, <clears throat> this fellow called me, and this is all, uh, I don't know, he didn't tell me how old, but he's an elderly Hungarian fellow that barely spoke English. And this fellow, he, he sold, he, he actually owned the food in the, in the, in the, in the mini bars, in, in a main, in a, in a very large hotel chain. Okay, so the food in, in the mini bar, when you go, right, you go into a hotel chain, there's, uh, there's some food, like the fancy hotel, those are his, it's his food. When you buy it, then he has a guy a go, a go, on site in every location that goes after you check out and sees, checks the inventory. It's like a very archaic system. He checks the inventory, he calls it to the front desk, they charge it to the credit card, and then he takes 80%, and then the hotel takes 20%, basically that's rent. It's his food. And he wants to know about this guy. And it was a legitimate Shiloh, he has a guy on site, on Shabbos, and it didn't have to do it on Shabbos, do very simple things that it was able to structure. And then, so I asked him, so what's my koyste? So he's not telling me, and you know, and I said, and, and beverage? I said, van? I said, wine, right? I said, kushavan? I said, I said, you can't sell wine. You know, sell wine. Non kosher wine is also vanna. So he says, azoi? So, so I said, which means like, really? So I said, Azoi, <laughs> so, so then he says, Yo, 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 Mistome is the Cholkim of Dane. So I said, No, it's Mamish no Cholkim of Dane. You're not allowed. There's a child of a Dievet if you got, if you like, you inherited wine. Stam Yenam, the Machaba Asses, the Ramos, Matam, Machmevsid. But the Stam Stelevek, a business, and buy and sell wine, you can't do. I said, Rav Yed, it's not a Cholkim of Dane. So he's quiet. And then, like, he helped himself, like, why does he have to, you know? So he tells me, you know, man, and this is a guy, he's an elderly guy, and he's not hiding what he does. 
but he, he's gonna go. He could go fifty years. Over in halachah shachanarach, and no one will tell. So Mamela, the the fact is is that if you don't ask questions, then no one's gonna help you, and that's the way it is. No matter if if you're running the same way, if your wife, your mother, whatever it is, is running a kitchen, if they don't ask shilas, no, no one's gonna be able to help them in the kitchen. Anything you do, if you don't ask, no one's gonna say. No one's gonna ask. I'm the only guy I know. What do you do? What do you have? How do you do it on Shabbos, right? And and the Matthias is like this. This is another thing I want I want to bring out. This is another Matthias. When you ask someone, and I meet many many business owners and business owners that have a thousand employees, five. I just met last week a guy who has five six hundred employees in three locations, and these people. They must be geniuses. They know everything. Mamish, everything, every department, and they just, they have it. Arois, Azoi, it's Loy Umen. They know everything. And they know everything until you ask them the most rudimentary, basic shots. And it's not a kid trick. It's just, they're not Mason Lee. So what, and this is not a guy who comes to ask me. He comes to ask me, but Stam, I meet a guy, they know everything about their business, and then you ask him, so, so, so you have Goyim and Shabbos, so what do you do? And then, all of a sudden, Mr. Confident, who knows everything, suddenly knows nothing. And they, they, they get like this deer in the headlights look. And then they develop a stutter. And they're like, but, 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 my partner, my partner, my partner, my partner. And suddenly they have to have a partner. <laughs> what do you have a partner for if not for this? My partner. I'm like, call your partner. Call your partner right now. Call me, call me now. So he calls his partner. What are you talking about? You told me you'll take care of it right away. The fight starts. No, you told me. What are you, I told you. You told me. No, no, Shaq to me. No, I'm the boy like that. And that's it. And it happens every time. And no one's taking care of it. And a lot of times, that second generation, some, some other cities in the Midwest I go to, and I meet with people, and, and, and it's generational Amaratsis who are ignorant. We, we, it's like passed on. And, and, and my father told me, and the father has no idea, and the grandfather, the grandfather's not alive. <laughs> and, and there were things, and people do things in and, and, and certain industries, you know, they have this thing. And I'm not picking on this industry because it's too easy, but. In, in nursing homes, many times they, what they do is they have, unfortunately, these fried people in the nursing home. So, <clears throat> this problem A is you can't sell tariffs. And whatever they do to get around that, either they do or they don't. But problem B is you can't feed non kosher food to a, a religious Jew. And so somehow, a, a heter got mixed in, which is, it's not, it's really a mistake, a legitimate basic mistake. And that is, is that they have non, they have kosher food in the freezer, and this kosher food in the freezer was with the with this nursing home since it started, and it's come out like a mezuzah. It's like a religious <laughs> artifact. And when you buy the nursing home, you buy it with that. And if you wouldn't have that, it wouldn't be like it would be like a mekach toys. It's part of the building, literally, and it's there forever. And it gets sold in the comments <laughs> and back. And it's for sure expired, and if, they would, if, the, if the, the health department would find it, they'd probably condemn the whole place. <laughs> and this is matter somehow. And I speak to people, and, and I say, there's a gemar that says, uh, imagine, there's a gemar that says, you can't hand wine to a nazir. Right? Taisa says, it's his wine. It's his wine. He wants his wine. And you can't give it to him because he's not allowed to drink wine. Right? And imagine he says, I want wine. And you say, don't drink wine. Drink water. It's just not hot wine. Oh, oh, he doesn't want water. He wants wine. Here, here's the wine. Right? Imagine that, right? So it, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's just wrong. It's just 100% wrong. If he wants wine, you can't give him wine. If, he say, if you say, I want to give you water, and he says, no, I want wine, you can't give him wine. 
She says, I want to give you water or coke because that's the pepper or Sprite. And he says, no, I want wine. There's, not, there's nothing that's matter you giving him the wine. Because if he needs you to give him the wine, you can't give him the wine. So if you bought this nursing home, and from its day minura, from the day it was created, there is a, a, frozen, a frozen meal in the, in the, in the freezer, and, and theoretically speaking, you're offering it to him. And it's really lachila. And we'll give it, it makes no difference. Because, shockingly enough, he doesn't want that. <laughs> he wants fresh tarfus. So now you know how to give him fresh tarfus. It does exactly like a wine. I'm not sure why I got into this. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure why I'm done thinking about nursing home. But my point is, is that it, it's important to... It's important to, to ask Shilas. And you can't ask Shilas unless you know... The, the sugya that you're in. That's really what it is. So every business, different, not every business, different businesses have different sugyas. So if you're in the nursing home business, you are in every sugya. <laughs> There's almost no seminar in Shulchanah you're not in. And it's funny because we do a, we do a, um, a yachikala in Beis Kuvaya. And we have a tremendous yachikala. 700 people come. And there's a few big, big business owners that bring their whole business. And they're from the Iker sponsors, and they, they, they're from, and they, they're very involved. And one of them is a close friend of mine. So we do something like it should be like somewhat halachically oriented, so it could be negate to people's businesses, and it's a sugya. Anyway, so after the fifty eight, he said, "I want you to know, you have to stop this. I, I feel like you're picking on me." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And he went through every sugya that we learned Shabbos, and then he said, "You know, only mahapich because pile." Like it's all, I feel like every time I'm under attack. I said, if we would learn Hilchas Ritzich, it would be negated. You would learn everything. I said, there's not one similar Shulchan Aruch every daily. I said, you pick this similar, we'll do it. Whatever it is. But that's the way it is. Every business has different challenges. And what's important is everyone has to really educate themselves. Now, if you can't educate yourself, that's, that's, that's something that if you can't, you can't. But you have uh, on the sugi itself. You really should learn the sugi, and however you can. There's so many, so much. Every person at every level, there's so much information you could learn. If you can't educate yourself, you should, at least should educate yourself in what a shy looks like, you know. And and that's not so hard. If you have a business and and you have workers in any capacity, outsource, insource, that are working, you should really understand how workers are, the different types of workers, as chayyim and a kablin and oris. And then Afghaminas, and even if sometimes you have a hetter, you know, I had a guy that called me, and he's an old Truman, he's from a very wealthy family, um, and they're building a massive hotel headquarters in a place outside of Silver Spring. And he wanted to know about it on Shabbos. I told him, really, really, it's really a problem. It's really a tremendous, it's Maris Ayan, it's appearance. Everyone knows this is the Plenty family and the building. Now he, he's a lot of times it happens he's part of a family he doesn't really control he's just the only front person in the family it's a very challenging situation but he was telling me that it makes no sense because his grandfather was from his father was from his grandfather was from his grandfather built in this area my grandfather asked Shilas before he did things and it, 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 it was like a pallet to him that he did these and it wasn't right so I said let me do a little bit of research. I have a friend who's a Robinson in, in, in Silverstone and I called him I said tell me about this area See, this area was totally, no shaykhs, it was chutzot chum, it just got built up, the whole thing. So here's a guy, and this is very gay. you ask a shayla, you get an answer, the answer is it's mutter, but you have no idea why. And, and, and because you have no idea why, the circumstances changes. If you would know why, you would know. It's mutter to build because, A, my workers are kablanim. B, there's no marasayim because there's no from shul in the area, right? 
and then and then okay, so now it gets built up, and this is a big problem with Chabad. They come in and they mess up everything on my side. So 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 <laughs> it, they built so they built up the area, and and now it's usher, totally usher. But from Shul right now, right next down the block, there's a big sign. This is built by the the Pliny group, and the Pliny group is is. Is Jewish and everyone knows the Jewish, and they give stuck and they're building on Shabbos. A tremendous amount of science, a pizza. So it's important to a Shilas and, and understand answers. And really, a person has to educate himself because if you don't educate yourself, your answers that you can write it down. But sometimes the situation changes, and you don't. You're not going to constantly redo this. You're running a business. You're not running a, a coil here. You, you have to have a, a rudimentary understanding of, of of what it is, and even some <laughs> sometimes. A person's in a massive where they have to be famous on coolest, tremendous coolest. They're not in a situation where they feel that they could do the But at least they know what they're doing and they know where they're going and how one day, you know, and the kid asks them, you know, our business is open. We have a business, whatever it is, a hotel, whatever it is, it's open. How is our business open on Shabbos? Right? You have to know what they answer them. You can't say, I went to a rough and I signed something. Can we sign something and drive a car? Like, what, what does that mean to sign something, right? You have to know basic, the basic, what you're doing. And these are important things. This is benigeir, or chayim. It's benigeir to everything. It's benigeir. A person has to know what a shy looks like in Cheshemish, but in, in Lakewood, there's tremendous growth of business in, in, in um, real estate and, and development. And, and you have to know what, push it, what a shy, what does it look like? Now, you can't go through Cheshemish, but... but I tell people, like, you have business managers, building managers, they're managing real estate. When you're managing real estate, you're managing someone's money. That's really what it is. You have someone else as the investors, they own the building. And you can have a small equity or a big equity, but bottom line is, other people's equity almost always. Yeah, it's run with the whole, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the syndication structure, but it's run with syndicators and they manage and they get a piece of equity when it's refinanced out. But ultimately, you're managing people's money, right? You're making decisions for people's money. And now you have a question of two gardeners which to hire. And one gardener is going to pay for your family's trip to Israel for Sukkot. And he tells you that. If you give him the contract, because you have 14 buildings. Are you allowed to take that? Why not? Why can't I take it? It's a good gardener. This is a good gardener. That's a good gardener. But this guy's offering me a trip to Israel, right? No problem. I could take it. The problem is you can't. You could take it. You could do that. But you have to be able to tell your investors what you're doing and no one will ever do it and the reason why they won't do it because the investors will not believe that now he can go without being compromised and without having a a he has he has a bias right he's compromised he has a question of two of two of two of two vendors and one of them is giving him shaykha that's really what it is it's illegal anyway isn't it I'm a it's called a kickback. I, I, why should it be illegal? I'm saying people buy people's presents. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know if it, it, assuming it could be done legally or illegally, but that's not the point. The point is, is that you have a conflict of interest, and the way a person knows if he has a conflict of interest is, and it happens all the time. People call it shyless, and they want to know if let it. Last week, I got he's a he's a manager, and he puts all the utilities on the credit card his credit card, and then the business pays, right? And he does this because for points. But the utilities charge him an extra percent. He tells me he's allowed to do it because he has a certain flexibility as a manager. He has to be able to manage the business in the model. He can't, he can't be going with sugar with every penny, and therefore, he has a right to do it. I said, fine, you have a right to do it. Just tell the guy. You have a right to. Tell him you have a right to. 
He's like, oh, I can't tell him. Of course you can't tell him, because he'll say, put it on my credit card. Of course, it's his money, I want to pray. He wants the points. I said, you're out of your pushed the caniff. And they don't think it a little bit. And then they hide behind the wall called, I don't know if it's ethical, which means it's not ethical. But <laughs> but no, but more than that, it's nothing to do with ethical. It's not come out of this thing called ethical. It's either Geneva or it's Mutter, right? I mean, there are things that you shouldn't do, so there's something called ethics. But the point is that they hide behind this veil they made up called, and then they feel good, so why not? Maybe I'm not ethical. And it, you're way worse than unethical. And then you have you have um, businesses. I, I, I'm assuming I don't know if this goes on to Cincinnati, but I'm just talking general. I'm venting now. But you have businesses like um, party planners, party plans, or or de- decorators, uh, home decorators, right? Now, a guy, guys are building houses in Lakewood or in Brooklyn or Five Towns or anywhere, right? And they don't want to have their minds around in the gashmias of a house. So, and they want to learn, but so they hire a decorator. And the decorator figures out all the pitch kafis, right? And, and my mind's clear to learn. And, and I don't have to sit matching up tiles, you can go with sugar. Because it's a swatch, I don't know what it looks like, right? So, so, what happens is these decorators, they have deals cut out with this place, this couch place, and this leather place, and, this, and they're getting 10% back. Now, if they weren't, right, that's what's happening. And I know this is happening. And <coughs> you want carpet? We're going to go there. It's the best place. The best place. They give me 10%. The other place give me 8%. Of course, we're going there. You want a couch? It's the best place. The best place. They're also giving a kid. And the other place is not giving a kid back, right? Now, if they were doing it for free, let's say they were doing it for free. Let's say we weren't paying. This is your sister. This is your sister. She gets kickbacks. And you don't pay her, right? What's the halacha? So that's a, a, a very simple halacha of Neiver. That you're now to give an eighth and hegemonist, which is 100% eighth and hegemonist, because you're telling someone that's going to go there, it's the best place. You have absolutely no idea it's the best place. You never went there to the other place because they won't give you the kickbacks, they're not walking through the door, right? That's eighth and hegemonist. This is their eyes. If you're being paid to do it, so then you're a carnif, because I'm being paid, I'm paying you to give you, to give me your professional opinion, and to give me a hashara of what you think, which couch is the gay for my house. You're not, you're just <laughs> cashing in on the next person, and it's a Gnevishazach. So, the Eitzah the is, is that any time a person interpersonally is involved in a business dealing, and he finds himself in a situation where he will not fully disclose what's going on to his investor, or whoever he's dealing with, that is a red flag. And what a red flag means is that you have to ask a question. You have to ask a Shiloh. You have to ask a Shiloh. And I'm not saying... Every time you're wrong, son. But that's what a shadow looks like. A shadow looks like you're in a situation, and you are, are you notice that you will not be comfortable saying what is. And that guy really should maybe have a right to know what is, or maybe he shouldn't. I have no idea. So you have to ask a shadow. That's interpersonal. If you're talking about Shabbos, so then we're talking about you have any workers that are working. You have to ask a shadow. Period. You have income, revenue streams that are coming in. And Mitzrayim, we'll talk about it. We have to get to it. You have revenue streams coming in on Shabbos. You have a Shiloh. Now you might have a tariff. It might be have law. It might not be. You might have certain cases of law, certain cases not have law. But at least you have to ask a Shiloh. And if you're doing business with any food-related products that are not kosher, you have a problem of it's a mischief. You're not allowed to do business with Nevelis and Trevis. And if you have a situation where you're involved with non-kosher wine or Pasuk But I can't go through all sugars and financing and Lufneiva and, 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 and ribbis. But Everyone has to know what sugi they're in, and they have to educate them. As far as you can, as far as you can educate yourself, that you should just know what a shayla looks like, and then, if you know what a shayla looks like, then it, you'll be, you'll, uh, it, it will go. Eventually, you'll get an answer. But if you don't ask shaylas, there's mamish no hope. That's um, yes. I didn't even start to share. So, <laughs> is there accepted practice like I know with the 
truckers, they have, they go to their gas station, they get points at this, and then they can use their points to buy whatever. They're accepted practice, let's just say, muscle and, and interior design, where they say, you know, we know that these guys are getting kicked back, so as long as they do a good job. So even though you may feel whatever about it, but this is So it's something does. called Minigashaykum, but the vast majority of the users of the personal shoppers, personal buyers, um, party plant, they have no idea that this a whole un- understructure of kickbacks and they are only exposed to one store and what happens is these stores this is not about kickbacks once yet these stores that are giving 10% they're not losing anything because they have basically a monopoly so they jack up the price 10% so everyone gains besides the person who actually is paying so I'm paying a party planner getting nothing because he's just going there and I'm overpaying because the, the price is being built into me because he's not interested in taking a cut right and everyone's making money, and I'm the only guy in town who doesn't know about it, right? And there's something seriously wrong about that, unless you think it's fine, but I, I don't think it's fine. So, and I'm, and I'm not saying anyone's maliciously, no one's maliciously doing this wrong, I just don't think people are stopping to think, to ask. And would they be comfortable saying, by the way, I'm your, you're hiring me, I'm your decorator, but I am only going to that store. And you are going to pay more for this, by the way, for hiring me, <laughs> besides paying me, arm and leg, you're also going to pay a double arm and leg in the store, and you're getting no variation and no choice. And if, it could be people are okay with that. And if they're okay, that's fine, but I doubt it. So, so, that, so non-transparency, or, or in a case where a person feels like he's not comfortably transparent, in Choshimish, but that's usually a red flag. That's all I'm saying. It's very hard to go through every case, but then just basic red flags of what, what a Shiloh looks like. These are what Shilohs look like. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry? Can I ask a question? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I work for the OU. I get paid for mileage. My own, use my own car if I rent a car. My own well, 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 can I talk about, can we discuss this later? Because a lot of times, but this is not our <laughs> This was just an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll go through this. Mitzvah Shem, I'm being around. Um, okay. There's a Gemara in Bab Metziah. And the Gemara says, it's a very interesting Gemara because this Gemara has no home. It's just thrown in Derech Agav. It seems like it should be a very important halacha. It's not brought in any way in any Gemara as a officially telling of a halacha. But, thankfully, it is brought Derech Agav in Bab Metziah and it's brought in Derech Agav, De Agav in Ksubis. But we do have the halacha because it's brought in and it's a similar Shulchanach. And this halacha is, it's, it's, it's a little vague why, what exactly the point, why it's like that, but it's very negea, so we're going to learn it today. And this is called Tzcha Shabbos. And the Gemara says that if you have a, a, a shimer, they had shimerim who used to watch the paraduma that it doesn't get tamay, they would watch the kahanim to make sure the kahanim, the kahanim kids didn't go into the basic forest, right? So they had shimerim, because they were machpun on Tum and Tyra. These shaymrim would not volunteer, they didn't have volunteers, so these shaymrim get paid. So the Gemara says that these shaymrim cannot get paid for Shabbos. Because a Yid is not allowed to make money on Shabbos. A new Allah. Why is Yid not allowed to make money on Shabbos? So Rashi says, because it's Xero Atu Mekhamemka. Which is an obvious question, because Mekhamemka is also made up Xero Atu Ksiva. Right? But this is the way it is. There is a Allah that a person can't do business, buy and sell, and then doing a Working to make money, basically doing business on Shabbos in that sense, is also Atzchah Shabbos. Okay? It's one of the great, great conundrums. It's something, it's like from the greatest mysteries, is that actual Mekichamemka is not Atzchah Shabbos. It's a, wild, it's a wild thing. I have never fully understood this. 
actual retail, taking money in lieu of a product is not Sky Shabbos. If I have a soda machine, someone puts money in the machine and takes my product. Or if you do it like Shin Chav Gimel, a person walks into a grocery store and he, needs, he just needs the stuff. So he says, I'm taking this, and then he pays him after. That's not Sky Shabbos. Money in lieu of a product is not Sky Shabbos. Money in lieu of services is Sky Shabbos. There's no Sky Shabbos for retail. And the whole is Sky Shabbos is only Al-Tzgzeh But this is the way it is. A person is not allowed to work, even a thing, even a work that's Dvar Heter, which means like babysitting and Shmira, right? A person is not allowed to work and receive money, right? That's active income. A person can't work and receive money for his work on Shabbos. And the exception is, is if this one job is Koyal weekday. So if it's a job, like a babysitting job, Shabbos afternoon, then he gets paid for that. And then Sunday he does a babysitting job. Monday and now you want to pay him. So that's Usr because you're getting paid for Shabbos, even though there's more, more than just Shabbos. The Shabbos, Monday and Tuesday, but those are separate jobs. But if there's one job, one job, then it starts from Shabbos afternoon, I'm going to come back after Shabbos, an hour later, and you get paid for one thing, that's called Havla. Havla means that it's not specifically Shabbos, it's Shabbos and weekday, and the only time Chazal asks Shabbos is if it's exclusive Shabbos money. So anytime there's one job that's not exclusive, that's called Havla, and that is permitted. Anytime there's one job on Shabbos, one job on Sunday, even though you're getting paid together, that is called Shah Shabbos and non Shah Shabbos, and you can't take the Shah Shabbos money. Okay? It's hourly? Sorry? The Shabbos part is hourly? You're talking about even when it's mutter, even when it's asr. What do you mean? It's mutter. You do Shabbos, you go into Moshe. Yeah, because it's one job. The halacha is even if you paid hourly, the balabai is not the chayzer in the middle of a job. Anytime there's one job, a pile of life is but the balabai is not the chayzer. Anytime it's one job, where it would be considered one job because the Baal that's how, it's kind of the litmus test, how you know if it's one job or two jobs. Because Baal is not the Chazimemsa. So if I hire you for one job, even though it could be six hours, I'm paying you per hour, every hour is not another job. I can't be Chazim after an hour. If it's, if it's, so, so in Mela, it's, it's called Havla, and in Mela, that's also. So that's a, a, a big controversy in the Paiskim. What about for Advar Mitzvah? What about for Advar Mitzvah? Is the Dvar Mitzvah Mutter Asr, and that's the Mechlekes Paiskim. And there is, has been, a, there's a Minig Lahakal, there's a, the tour brings, the tour brings that it's Asr, it's Fahadam Wamekel, the Mishabrua says, Bakum Tzarech, could you make maybe one of a Simen Bracha, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should, but there's a Tzad to be Mekel when you need to, when you need to, meaning there's no Chazan do for free, and there's a Tzad to be Mekel, and there's sometimes... Huh? You're not getting paid for the right, so I wanted to speak about this because the Mishabura speaks about this. This is this new Eitza, and this Eitza is now in full fledged abuse. And you should just know what it is and what it is not. You cannot let abuse, abuse Hatero. If the Mishabura says that sometimes you have a problem, and the problem then was is that people were stealing carriages, <laughs> people were stealing horse and buggies, it sounds like. So they used to hire, the Stadt used to hire a Shimer to watch, right? To why they couldn't lock the door, it must have been open. So some people were just ripping off the horse and buggies. So they had a shimer watching the horse and buggies. So how are you supposed to pay the shimer? So the Mishabruz says, what you do is, is never hire him just for Shabbos, even though really all they needed him for Shabbos, because not on Shabbos the people were using the horse and buggies. So never use, so that Mishabruz never hire him just for Shabbos. Hire him for an hour before Shabbos and an hour after, because you don't really work till an hour, till Shkia. So he has to be there, and he has to pay him, right? So maybe you don't need a shimer before Shabbos. That's the Chiddush in Mishabru, because I don't need a shimer, because I need it at night. 
But still, if I'm hiring, I have to pay him. So it's one job, right? So that's called havla. Now that is a heter that Mishbura says you can make. What you cannot do is say, I'm paying you for something that has no value. Not only that it has no value, but it's not something I'm willing to pay for. Lamashal. If you have a chazan who you're hiring for Yom Kippur or, or Rosh Hashanah, so you'll say, Rosh Hashanah Mincha is a regular Mincha. So I'm paying you. But you won't pay for that. That's not has no value. You would never pay for that. So if you wouldn't do that, you wouldn't give him any. Over there, in the Mishbu's case is you're actually adding money, you're paying him per hour. Now maybe I don't need a guy to watch them, but he, he was not willing to watch for free. So there's a value. So you have to pay him. But if you're doing lamashal, lamashal with, with laning, right? People lane. Now, again, you could be saying, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you can't pay the guy. If that's the only way you could do it, then you could do it. Mishabur says you couldn't be makal. But what they say is, is that, no, he's preparing. Now, let's say he's laning, let's say from one to ten, he lanes, I don't know what the standard, nine and a half is beautiful laning, right? Not everyone's a ten, nine and a half is a beautiful laning. Now, if he's a nine and a half and he doesn't need to prepare, does he get less money than if he needs to prepare? I would think the opposite. If he needs to prepare, he's probably not so professional. If you would not pay him more for preparing, why would I pay him more for preparing? We, our shul pays, let's say, we pay uh, $200 for laning. But if you need to prepare, 250 That's ludicrous. Uh, if you need to prepare, that's your problem. If you don't need to prepare, because... And, and we pay you 250 Two years later, we don't need to prepare. Oh, now we go down. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it's not a way business is structured. There's no value for me. You, you, prepare. you have to prepare because you don't need to prepare. I wouldn't pay for it. And you have no right to charge for it. So the whole concept of, well, it's havla, because the, the balkaira is also being paid for preparing. But that means that if he doesn't prepare, he gets less money. And I want to see that. So if, if that's true, that if you, oh, this parsha, by the way, is my bad mitzvah parsha, I don't need to prepare, therefore I get less money. If that's true, then fine. I don't know why I'm preparing to prepare. I have no tables enough from that. You have to, you have to lane. So either you could lane or you can't lane. If you need to prepare, prepare. If you don't need to prepare, that's also good. You have to lane. You have, I'm paying you to execute a job. So paying someone to prepare, it sounds a little odd. If you really do, then you do. But no, usually you don't. So therefore, that's not the hat of the mission brewer. The hat of the mission brewer is when the guy won't do it if he's not being paid for that extra hour, and I have to pay for it, even though maybe I don't want it, but I'm getting a value. I'm getting something. I wouldn't theoretically buy that. I wouldn't buy that hour slot before and after Shabbos. So that's the, 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 the concept of Havla. If it's one job that's really of something... Now you could do Derech Matana where you say, listen, we're not Moshubah to pay. If we, the shul doesn't have money, we're not paying. We will try to give you some sort of token of appreciation, but you have no Tviya. You have no Tviya that's not emotional Tviya, no financial Tviya. We'll do Derech Matana. And you can't be Masna, I'll give you a Matana because that's not a Matana, but maybe we'll give you, maybe we won't, some that we do, some that we won't. That's Derech Matana, maybe that'll be, that'll be an Eitzah. Or you just say Michal Mitzvah. But, but, they're, they're, so that's the, the concept of Havla. Okay? Then the concept of Havla took a, a shocking turn about 250 years ago. And then Behuda wrote a tshuva, and he turned the whole Havla on its head. And I want to explain to you what he did. And again, you can't not abuse what he did, because what he did itself is a chiddush. So that Behuda, again, the concept of Havla is, is that Shabbos is Asr if it's exclusively Shabbos. The, the Chazal said, if you're making money that's only for Shabbos, then you are a step away from doing business on Shabbos, and you're going to start writing on Shabbos. If I'm getting paid for money that's not just Shabbos, it's Kailal, it includes 
Schar Shabbos and non-Schar Shabbos in one job, right? That's permitted, okay? Says the Rebbe Yehuda that if in the, the case was there was a mikvah and, and the question was how did the mikvah charge Friday night? People are using the mikvah Friday night and then they want to charge. So it's Schar Shabbos. So he says, as follows, he says that a mikvah has a cost because they have to heat the eitzim for to warm up the mikvah. A mikvah has a cost. Making your money back on the cost is not Schar Shabbos. That's called Haitzuis. I'm making on the Haitzuis, right? I'm just recuperating what's mine. So Schar Shabbos is Revach. It's making money, profit. Okay? The, the principle returning, the return of my principle is not Schar Shabbos. So I can let Yehuda, anytime you have a business with, with an expense and you're taking that money and also it's, it's, it's rolled in expense plus profit. So now, that's not Schar Shabbos, because it's not exclusively Schar Shabbos, because some of the money is permitted. Some of the money is Haitzois, right? The Isser Schar Shabbos is Kulei Revach, making profit. That's only Schar Shabbos, like Isser, Isser money. It's usually, if you have Isser and Heter, makes that's Tarubis. By Schar Shabbos, we see, no. If you have Sunday money and Shabbos, that's Mater. So come to this Tarubis moment is Mater. So here's Tarubis. Some of the money is Haitzois, some of the money is Revach, and Memela, I'm allowed to take it. And, always that way? I'm sorry? Isn't it always that way? Just overhead? Isn't that over there? Oh, you're, 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 you're parachuting right into the second. So this is, uh, so that's what we're going to talk about. Show me a business that doesn't have overhead. Right. Right. So, so it's like this. The Nedim Yehuda is, 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 uh, with all, uh, I'm not even saying with all due respect, because I, I don't have to say that, but the Nedim Yehuda is really fair and it's going to be shame. Rishayim discuss Schar Shabbos by Merchatz, and Rishayim have to really come on to, uh, there's a long run, this, let's start from scratch. There's a Gemara that says that Yid's allowed to have a Merchatz open and a Goy's allowed to run it. There's no Marasayim problems. So after Rishayim, that's what's sad, the, the Goyim working for you, because the Goyim are which means a Goy works in my Merchatz, in my bathhouse, and the Goy takes the percentage to sharecropper. So he's doing a diet to the Rafshei, and, and in a place where that's the derech to do, so there's no marasai. So the Gemara says, in such a case, it's mutter. Frek to Rishonim, Shabbos. And they come with a whole shtickle terah, and maybe we'll get to it, why there's no Shkash Shabbos, specifically in that case. But no one says the night of the Now, a merchitz is the same thing as a mikvah. It really is the same thing. It's just done a lot different. But it's basically the same thing. And they both have the same cost, namely heating water. So the Rishonim do not discuss this hetter. If you look at the Rebbe Yehuda, the Rebbe Yehuda does not say this as a blanket hatter. He says, first of all, Tarek Mitzvah. And he says, it was a, there were three hatter, it was a sniff of a sniff. There were like three hatterim that he says. And he says, Yeshul Ayin. So, to take the Rebbe Yehuda on itself and use it is, 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 is really, really a doichi, because it's connected. It's, it's, it, there's so many cases that it would have came out in halacha. But not in halacha, meaning like a a uh, sefer that someone in the Kailu wrote, meaning a halacha from the Rishonim and the Gedele Poiskim, and no one ever says such a thing. And the reason why no one ever says such a thing is exactly what you're saying. So, but this, this is where it breaks down to where sometimes it is negay, sometimes it's not negay. When a person has a business, and the business has a general overhead cost, Lamashal, Maish Reichman from Toronto, so he had, he had real estate called Olympia York, real estate around, around the world. And one of the trademarks of his business was that all his parking lots, which he would rent out, 
the, the bar would go up on Shabbos. Everywhere in the world, wherever property Moshe Rachman owned on Shabbos, he wouldn't charge for his parking lot. And the reason why he wouldn't charge for his parking lot is because you're paying per hour and it's Shabbos. Now, Avada, the parking lot has a cost because there's insurance and there's a mortgage, right? But there's no cost to this customer. There's no customer acquisition cost directly to this customer, which means the person drives in on Shabbos and, he, and, and, and he's there for two hours. He takes his ticket. And now he's punching out. And now he's paying for two hours of using my parking lot. There is no direct cost to me, the owner of the parking lot. The mail, that's Chav Shabbos. You can't get around it. That's not Chav Shabbos. Exactly what happened in this case that they heated it up for every guy. That, that's the kasha. They don't do that. You heat up a merchitz. And if you heat up a merchitz, it's a general cost. Now, it's a little different than most Reichen where you're paying a monthly. But if you're running a merchitz, right, or running a mikvah, you heat up the mikvah. And, and now this guy comes... There is no cost for him specifically. He's not costing you. You have a general cost. But now, it's Ravach. So to be Samech on that is very schwer. But when you have a case that's either maybe that's where they ran the Merchit, but when you do have a case where there's a specific cost per, per customer, such as you're running a 24 hour laundry mat, okay? Now, a laundry costs $4, but a dollar 25 is costing you. There's 75 cents in water, 75 cents in gas and electric. Okay? Which means you wouldn't pay that if the guy wouldn't come and use your laundromat. So now you have a direct cost. So when you're getting that $5, some of it is actually offsetting your cost. And some of it is revenue. So then you could use an idea. This is my my father-in-law's opinion. That when you have a direct cost, then you could be saying an idea. When you don't, it's just it just can't be. Because if it was, there never would be I have to, like you said, there never would be a Shachar Shabbos. It would basically be impossible to have Shachar Shabbos. Even if a guy, is a, a guy is a psychiatrist and he bought his couch and it's paid for, right? He has insurance. He has something. There's, there's always some cost. And then there's always overhead. So it costs some money just to keep his bank account open. It's this commercial, whatever it is. It's licensed. So he's going to have a cost. He'll never have Shachar Shabbos. So, Wait a minute. There's no cost. He has to buy. Uh, he has to buy. Uh, no, he's bought. It's bought. It's bought. It's paid for. It's paid for three times. <laughs> yeah, he has no cost. Okay. There may be the right cases. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You there are cases. You can say that, that if someone, no one was going to come, then they wouldn't have heated it up. But they didn't know, so they did heat it up. No, they're talking about a good for women or something. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying they knew. He's saying they knew. Uh huh. Okay. So you're saying maybe that was the cash. Okay. Even better. Even better. But then you can't abuse that and use it in a case and say, I have a general cost. You just can't do it. And people would... It's funny because... So the 10th person should be free. <laughs> Someone else comes, the, the guest. Right, right. Well, if it's split. Right. I understand. Right. It's funny because I saw someone wrote a whole thing about 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 um, soda machines, why it's not Shabbos. And he writes because he, he, came, he worked on it and he came out because it is electric. So... This is like Amaratis and Tava Amaratis. There's no problem because there's no Scott Shabbos on retail. all the So he missed that. But then he came out of Hetter and Yehuda. There's no Hetter and Yehuda because it's electric and it's going and that's it. You know what I mean? It's going, it's going. So that's it. So, and you don't want to unplug it and plug it on Shabbos. So you have that cost. So he didn't cost me anything. You don't have the Nadi Yehuda. So, so, so that's, the, that's when it's relevant and that's when it's not. But you have cases. It's a retail you said, isn't it? Retail, there's no Scott Shabbos. There's no Scott Shabbos on retail. It's not clear why. I'm going to tell you what I think, but everyone can come up with their own theory. If, if I go to a soda machine 
I'm going to tell you a very basic, very basic plan why it's mutter. But that's for sure it's mutter. It's mumish for shachnach. If I go to a soda machine and I give money for a soda can, right? a guy comes on Shabbos, but, but it's very clear, I'm sorry, I don't know if I was clear. Schach Shabbos is to receive money. So Israel and Yid. There's no Schach Shabbos to pay money. You have a cleaning lady that comes on Shabbos. You, you, many, many people make this mistake. You, you can't pay them Schach Shabbos. It's nothing to do with Schach Shabbos. Schach Shabbos is to receive money. Why it's like that is another mystery. But it's like that. It's only on receiving money. So you have a cleaning lady after Shabbos that ought to pay that. Um, now, if, if you have a soda machine, this is my theory, if you have a soda machine and someone comes and, and buys a soda, a guy comes and buys a soda, that money is for a soda. That soda that they have is not for Shabbos. It's forever. <laughs> they can keep it forever. It doesn't expire after Shabbos. So the money has nothing to do with Shabbos. The money is for a product. And if you want to really get technical, it's not any different than Havla, because... <clears throat> The money that he's given me is the right to have it even on, not on Shabbos. So, the mail is no, it's on retail. You understand? If I'm paying for babysitting, that's for Shabbos, because that happened on Shabbos. If I'm paying for my roof fixed, that's also for Shabbos, because that happened on Shabbos. I'm paying you for what you fixed, and that's on Shabbos. After Shabbos, it's still fixed. I understand that, but it's not what you're paying for. You're paying for the mice of fixing it. But you don't go to a sewing machine and pay for the mice of buying, you pay for the product. You pay to own it. You pay to own it on Shabbos or Sunday, whenever you want. You pay to decide when you want to use it. The mail is no iser of of Shabbos in retail. Even though it's cold. Even though it's cold, saying you overpaid for that. Because <laughs> then you have the name Yehuda. <laughs> Most of it is not for the coldness, I'm assuming. But that's my theory. It's not mafurish why Shabbos is not negay retail, but it's not negay retail. It's only negay the service industry. I understand. What you what about the regular Isra Mecca? That's not why I came today. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a different shear. <laughs> but there's no Isra Mecca because you didn't do anything. It's not any different than the uh, air conditioner. What about Isra Havara? Right? The air conditioner is Havara. But it's not because you didn't do anything. So, I mean, this is a short answer. This is more We're complicated. Shipping. But I'm sorry? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now we're gonna have losing control. But <laughs> <laughs> look what you did. But we hold Shvisa's Kalem's mutter, which means that you can't work, but his Kalem can work. So your your air, your your air conditioner is allowed to turn itself on and do whatever it needs to do, because that's not a yid, the air conditioner. So your soda machine pasha should be able to dispense sodas and take money. And that that's the short answer why it's not like Kalemka, right? <clears throat> Reb Chaim has a hokasha, so why, why is Shabbos Asar on Kalim? She says Kalim Shemutah, and, and that gets a little complicated. Maybe we'll end up getting into that. But I want to. I want to. Um, Where did DNH close the Shabbos? On the website or whatever? So that's a good question. So I spoke to Mr. Herschel uh, Shalaiver about this, and they don't have to, and they do. And he does do First of all, it's a tremendous Kedush Hashem. Tremendous. And the Gemara, it's very interesting. You just know this. Now I'm getting off topic. The. His question, he wants to know why B&H has closed their website if I said you don't have to. Um, <clears throat> the, the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, the Gemara, when it goes through the Issa, Amir al-Akram, on your right, on the right. Turn, turn your right, to the right, or the left, right there. The Gemara says, uh, the Gemara goes through in Kuf Chafal, the Halachas of and the Gemara says that a person has a fire in his field, 
he's allowed to be meramez kol mechaba in nifsad, which means anyone who puts it out, they won't lose out. They'll be aptly duly compensated. So the Gemara discusses this heter, and then the Gemara brings like this. I'm not prepared here because he asked me a question. But the Gemara says that even though it's mutter, is it kufkafalaf? Maybe it's kufkafalaf. Hold on. Yeah, it's kufkafalaf. The Gemara says, Mechabe in a nifsad. So that's the halacha, right? Imagine you learn halacha and it says it's mutter. Mutter gama. No, no, the Gemara is not like, eh, there's no, no ishi washi, it's mutter. Right? Imagine you learn um, halacha that. Uh, uh, you're not allowed to take um, bad from good, right? So you don't want something, you can't take it out of the salad, right? You are allowed to take good from bad, right? Imagine the Gemara says, who did not take good from bad, right? So you would say, he's not a chassid, he's a tippish, it's mutter, right? But the Gemara, when discusses the Milakim, and it's interesting because there's two Gemaras, the exact same, just different people, very similar stories. The Gemara is like this, Tanarabaran. Maisa v'nafled leika b'chateo shal yisus ben simai. Tigmar just said, if a leika falls in, in your house, so you say kol mechaba and nifsad. You allowed a hint, and for sure you allowed to let them pull it out. Why not, right? So Gemara says Maisa v'nafled leika b'chateo shal yisus ben simai b'shichin ubo anshi gisteria shal tzipayre lichvois v'pnei sh'api trapa shal melachaya. It seems like a yisus ben simai was high up in the government, and he worked for the melach. And the Melech got wind of the fact that there was a fire. And the Melech was educated enough to know that you're allowed to put out a Jew's fire. So what did he do? He sent the army to put out the fire. Perfect. He didn't even even Miramis. So what happened when the army came to the field of Yesus ben Simoy? Loi he nicham. He didn't let them walk in this field. He said, no one's allowed to walk in my field. Let, let it burn out, right? And the Gemara says that it was a tremendous, the Gemara says it was a big mitzvah. Pnei covered Shabbos. The Nasle Nes, the Yod Gashamim, the Kivu. The Kivu, the Arab Shiga Kalechnam Shayslain, the Prokhabsam Hamisha Bisham Ham Dabra Amaloi. So the Gemara says you don't have to do that, but it was covered Shabbos, which means like this. And that's one Gemara, Yes Ben Simai. And then it's another Gemara, very similar story. And the Gemara says when you're not allowed to, the Gemara says someone thought about um, fixing their field. And they thought that they thought about fixing the field. You're allowed to think about think about business on Shabbos, but he thought that he was thinking about business, fixing the, the fence. He said if he thought about it, he's not going to do it. And the Gemara says that a special tree came in that place, and from that tree it was Mephinus. Mephinus, who the Almost the same story where, where you, the Gemara says you're allowed to do something on Shabbos, but if you don't do it, you have tremendous bracha. And that means really is that. Anything, anything you don't allow done in your domain, estate, whatever it is, on Shabbos is covered Shabbos. So, closing a website is covered Shabbos. True. No, that's not what he told me. <laughs> it is covered Shabbos. But he told me as follows: He told me that he has a tremendous marketing budget. And where's Mr. Brewer? This he didn't tell me this, Mr. Brewer either, but he was right about this. If you show me Mr. Brewer, I'll tell you. He, he told me he has a tremendous marketing budget and he found himself thinking about it which means like this he, he could have tens of thousands of dollars authorized to advertise in Shabbos now if his website's down that money's all the ibud 
If his website's not down, he could still lose money if he doesn't recuperate it in the sales and profit on Shabbos. And sometimes he can make profit, right? And hopefully he make profit more than he lose profit, and that's the business. But he said he found himself thinking about it on Shabbos. So in Mela, he closed. He closed that thing. The Gemara says... Same thing for Ice Girl. Sorry? Ice Girl's also closed. What do you mean closed? Another website. website's closed. Oh, I, I think I know? think that's something else. No, if you go to no, you know what's fine. I want to tell you something. You know what's <laughs> fine. I was speaking to the mashkia. Oh, here. I was speaking to the mashkia. This guy Heschel Schreiber, who's a big tzaddik, so he 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 used to have a vad in the mashkia. Um, Matzo used to come in. Not well now, but he used to come in to um, to Bar Park and give a share in his house. Anyway, so I once drove the mashkia. Where's the halacha that you're not be mahara b'beisik? Shem Zayin. Here, 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 b'asuk muter. Mikomach m'shemayning shabbos mitzvah shloichashiv. Right? There's a mitzvah not to think about business, but you're allowed to think about business. The Mishpura says, "Im yesh aydei here, here does halev tarich lezora b'zeh." If you know that you're gonna be thinking things that's gonna cause you daigus, then you, you have to. You can't set yourself up to a situation where you find Daigan on Shabbos. And, and he felt, this is what he, when he told me, he found, I said, you, you can't do that. You can't set a campaign where you, 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 you might lose money and you might make money and you're trusting them and you find your minds, you can't do that because you, you, know, you understand. Anyway, so um, now, now I'm getting totally lost. But uh, the Meshkiach, so, so I, I took the Meshkiach and I was, I was telling him about this countries that I was writing. So, about websites and things, so so he tells me, I, I have a chavel <laughs> that closes his website on Shabbos. So I said, I know, sure, I'm so smart. He's like, yeah, oh, you know my chavel? I said, I know your chavel. So he says, so I told him, he closes it. So he says, he looks at me and he says, how do you know he closes it? So I said, when I was in Eitz Shul, after Shabbos, I went on to see if it's closed. So he said, I was always, and you checked, and it's closed? Yeah, it's closed. And then I, I, I said, why, why does the mashkiach care if it's closed? <laughs> he said, I have to know who I can trust. <laughs> you know? He said, this guy's actually, I close it. I said, like, how do I know I actually close it? No one knows if it closes it. <laughs> anyway, she closes yeah, it. Yeah, you were having your time. <laughs> and I was kind of curious, this whole idea of closing a website. Yeah. Close, when he said closing, it just takes off his, just takes the, the, the card off. Yeah, it's not yeah. really closed. <clears throat> well, but... Where I mean, because is it is you know is it where the where the, no, the, the server is where is right, it, right, no, the no, person where the person I mean because like but there's also people that are in right. India using it or you know in Arizona like, I'm right. just like you closing for for 48 hours no 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 you call it no 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 you, you know, only keep Shabbos where you are where you are it's it's if I'm in if I'm in I'm a little disoriented but if I'm in Lakewood if I'm in Brooklyn I'm in Lakewood. And I have a trucking company in Los Angeles, okay? So now it's Shabbos in Lakewood, and it's 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock in, in, in Los Angeles. Now, my guy is driving my truck, okay? So think about this. You have Yidin driving, and my guy has to get off to the side of the road, and he has to walk. <laughs> no, and that's absurd. My guy doesn't have to... The guy that I have... They keep Shabbos in that locale. It always goes with that locale. And I keep Shabbos here. And if it's thir- Friday in Los Angeles, then it's Friday. 
And my guy don't keep Shabbos on Friday, they keep Shabbos at Shabbos. So everyone keeps Shabbos where they are. So the BH owners, if they're there to throw in the different timers down? Th- that's, a, that's a legitimate point. I don't know what he does. I'm okay. assuming he's saying on the fact that the whole thing is just covered Shabbos. I would be surprised if he starts changing that. But that's the way it works, really. Wherever you are, keep Shabbos. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving right along, I, I'm going to keep on. I, listen, I feel bad. You're not a captive audience. Everyone's free to move around the country here. I'm just not for a little while yet. Sorry? Minifah's not for a little while. Yet. Okay, no problem. I'm, I'm just going to get. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to. So, I want to say one more thing. Now, one more thing. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Nope. Whatever you do, it's fine. Um, now, I want to say one more thing, and this is something. This is extremely, extremely Nigea. Very Nigea. If you have a lot, and there's very, a person has a business and he has kablanim, which means he has goyim that are being paid per job, okay? So imagine I have a, I have, uh, I fix computers, I fix software, viruses, whatever it is, right? So I don't do, I do it myself, and then I scale, and then I have goyim doing it for me. They can do it all around the country, and I send out leads, and they do it, right? And I pay them per job. Then I pay, and then the person who received the fixed computer pays me, and if he pays me more, then I pay my work, and then I have a business, right? That's the basic thing. And this could be in appliances, and this could be anything. So, this this case was actually this fellow called recently. He fixes garage doors that automatically open. Okay, so let's just go on this case. So he has, <clears throat> he calls them subcontractors, but really what they are, a couple of them, and they're all over the all over these coasts. And he advertises, and he gets the calls, and he just sends it out to his chevra. Now, his chevra go and fix the garage doors. And let's make it simple. There's no, there's no parts. They just go and fix it a lot of times. Then. So they have to clean it, clean out the engine, and they get it running again. Okay? So, or it's a fuse, but it's, not, it's nothing that costs really money. The, the guy does it on Shabbos. The guy does it on Shabbos. The guy's allowed to do it on Shabbos because the guy is a guy. He doesn't keep Shabbos. So, and I'm not telling him to do it on Shabbos. And he's not working for me per hour. He's working per job. Okay? And then I'm assuming we know a guy can't work per job per hour for me. But he's allowed to work per job. So, the, the Gentile just calls the customer. He says, when are you home? And he says, I'm home Shabbos on Sunday. He says, fine, I'm booked already for Sunday. So I'll come to you on Shabbos. He comes and he fixes the guy's garage. And then the guy gets money. The owner, the Jewish owner who never saw the house, never saw the garage, receives the check because he owns the business. And then 80% of it, or whatever percent, 70%, is given to the Gentile worker, and he keeps the rest. So that presents a challenge called Shabbos. Okay? So what's the, what's the solution on that? So people want, what people want to do is say, well, very simple. We have the night view this head why do you have the name Heter? It's because 70% of my money went to a guy. I have the greatest night size. 70%, not just the cost of heating up the, the, the water. 70% of my money has night size. The male it's mutter. And that is just a, It's not overhead. It's the, no, not just the business. It's nonsense because that's cool in Revach. You're just splitting your Revach. You understand? In other words, like this. Imagine I'm a babysitter. I'll explain it very simple. If I'm a babysitter, and I... Thank you very much. I'm a babysitter. I go and I babysit on Shabbos. Thank you so much. I pay... I get paid $10 an hour. Is that... Is that Shabbos? 
Yeah, I get a lot of phone calls. I can't be in three places at once. So now I start subcontracting my little brothers. So now, 